Okay, let's uh, let's get started. And I'm probably, if we don't do a good job of seating ourselves, I will seat us for us. So make sure you're not sitting alone, in other words, because we're going to kind of, as tables, dive in together. So just make sure you're not sitting alone. I think we have a good amount of, of tables and chairs, so we should be good to go. Uh, let me start off with a, a couple announcements um, before we jump in. So we have four... We actually have three sessions left, so today's prayer, uh, November 6th is worship, December 4th, evangelism, December 18th is justice. Now, um, the reason I wanted to bring this up is one of the things that I've been told a lot is that coming to Roots, it's, it's for kind of us as a core group, but it's not really for us to invite people to, it's, and I've gotten that feedback, which is great feedback. Um, November 6th is going to be a different night for us at Roots. What we're going to do is we're going to have worship, and we're going to have kind of preaching as well. So it's going to feel a little bit more like um, a typical service. And we're doing this for one for a couple of reasons. One, because we want to talk through worship, and we want to actually get the chance to worship together. Uh, two, though, we want an opportunity for those, I've talked to several of you, who have some people that you'd like to maybe invite who aren't comfortable at churches yet and all of that. This would be a good one to invite them to. So I wanted to do that just to open the door for you guys as you think through. So November 6th is a great time to bring those those people. Um, the next thing I wanted to walk through, I need like three hands up here. There we go. Uh, is our Christmas Justice Project. We've talked about this. I have I have some cool news. We're going to be giving uh, more details on this later. But we've, we've started to try to work with Stone Oak Elementary, which is going to be our location, um, to give us a couple families in our own community that we can just step in and really make a difference this Christmas. And so we're getting information right now. We're getting, we have leaders in place right now to lead teams. Uh, so what I'm asking for you is to get on one of these teams um, because we really want to have a big impact in these people's lives. And so Wendy... Ah, right in the middle, literally in the middle. Wendy is the point person for this. Grab her. Um, if you can't grab her, get with me, and I'll get. I'll move your information to her um, because I want to get you connected with this. We want 100% of us to be involved in this because on the the 18th, when we talk about justice, we're literally going to come here, pray, load trucks, and get out. So it's gonna. It's literally going to be all hands on deck for us. It's going to be an awesome night. It's going to be a night I think we will remember forever. So uh, be involved in that. Get plugged in. Uh, I'll be talking more later. Um, November 16th. This is a lot of announcements, but these are important uh, for you to be aware of. November 16th, um, I get the opportunity to preach at Northeast Bible Church, which is our sending church for those of you who aren't from there. Um, I get to preach that morning right after the sermon. Uh, the pastor, Pastor Drew, is going to talk with me about um, Stone Oak, our heart, where we're going, what we're doing. He's going to invite uh, the people of Northeast to join us on that day, uh, right after the service. Now, the big push is going to be right after the services end at 12 o'clock, we're going to have a, an information lunch at their church. Um, I would like to invite a couple of you, if not a lot of you, to help me with this. So we're going to have a lot of people who know nothing about Stone Oak, who know nothing about what we're doing, 
and they're going to want information. And I, what I would like from you is to just be there and be nice and smile and get to know these people. I have full confidence in you. You guys are awesome. Um, but just to be there so that those people who want to get to know us and who we are can actually see us and who we are. Um, so that's coming. Put that on your radar. It's November 16th. Uh, we'll be getting teams together for that. And that leads me to the final thing. Um, this is really exciting for us. We um, want to introduce you to a new member of our team. Uh, we, When I'm talking about teams and team building, uh, I want to introduce you to someone, and I'll describe him like this. He's the kind of leader that makes those who he lead look really good. And I love having him on our team. Uh, Valentin, if you want to come up here, I want to introduce you. Uh, this is Valentin. We don't know what to call him. And I'm just going to be honest with you. We don't know what to call him. I will tell you what he's doing, though, so we know. So this is Valentin. He is awesome. His family is a little sick. I was going to call him up and embarrass him, but I won't. Uh, his family is a little sick tonight, so he's here alone. Uh, they come from Laredo and uh, glad to have them here. They, they moved here uh, just as a way to help launch this church and also they they're in real estate so he's launching a business with his wife and I won't get into the details but here's what he's going to be doing here at Stone Oak um, everything that happens when we launch or uh, on our Sunday morning services we're going to have so many teams set up tear down greeting ushing, ushering is that a word ushing ushing we're going to have ushing going on. We're going to have a lot of things going on on our Sunday morning, and it's going to take a lot of people and a lot of volunteers, a lot of leaders. Um, Valentin is going to be leading up those teams. So everything that happens on Sunday morning, he's going to be responsible for getting those teams, getting the leaders in place. Uh, this is a huge responsibility, and that's just half. The second half of what he's going to be doing is he's going to be helping us on Sunday mornings um, to put together all the pieces with our worship team, with our, with the messages. He's going to be, this is what we don't know what to call it, kind of in a way producing our services, just helping us make sure that we're not missing things. So he's got a big responsibility. Uh, right now he's called Connection Pastor. And I, I like it. He doesn't like it as much, but we're going to stick with it now. But the important thing is not what he's called. Uh, the important thing is what he's doing. And this is an absolutely incredible fit for Valentin. I am so excited to have him on the team. Do you want to share anything? I'm putting you on the spot yeah, hugely. You <laughs> Do you want to share anything? If you want me to. I, mean, I got nothing in mind, but I'll s <sighs> Okay, I'll try. Spanish? Okay. Para los que no saben, hola, buenas, buenas noches, buenas tardes a todos. I'm kidding. Um, so I come from Laredo. Um, we had been trying to move to San Antonio for, for some time. Things didn't work out ever um, until one day my wife and I stumbled into Justin at a, at a conference I was at. I was in with my old pastor, and we just connected there, and we just talked then talk with Craig as well and just one thing to another and we've seen just how faithful God has been and everything he's doing with Stone Oak and their lives and our lives and just the people involved and just how everything is falling into place and we know that God's going to do something great in this church so we're excited as, as a family to join you guys and kind of just see where where God's going to lead us in, into reaching this community for him and 
I don't have nothing else. He just put me on the spot. <laughs> it was good. Let's give him a hand. Um, you're going to be hearing from him because he's going to be the one making the call saying, hey, we need you to fill some spots on our team. So get ready. You're going to hear a lot from him. Well, let me pray for us, which is fitting because we're going to be talking about prayer tonight. Craig's going to lead us through, walk us through this. So let me pray for our time tonight. God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you that for going before us and for the people in this room, for the people who aren't in this room that um, are a part of our family. And we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for moving. We thank you for our community and, and the beginnings of this church. Tonight, as we turn our attention to prayer, um, I pray that you speak. I pray that you, you work in us, that you show us areas that we, that we lack. And Father, more than any of that, that you give us a passion for you for depending on you in every way. And so we love you. We give you this time in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. As, am I on? There we go. Uh, as Justin said, we're going to talk about prayer tonight. Um, I understand it's a little bit of a different setup in here than we've typically had. We usually have the nice straight rows. We have the round tables. And as soon as you walk in, you're like, oh my goodness, where are we going to sit at? Who am I going to sit with? Uh, what I wanted to do, just kind of break the ice. Greet those at your table, uh, figure out who you're sitting with, and tell them your name, uh, possibly where you're originally from, and your favorite breakfast food, okay? So your name, where you're originally from, and your favorite breakfast food. Go ahead. All right, it looks like most of you are kind of winding up. Uh, some of you guys don't even know who I am, so let me just introduce myself. I'm Craig. Uh, my wife, Wendy, we're both originally from Missouri. Breakfast is by far my favorite meal of the day. Uh, if there's one meal where it's okay to only eat sugar, for some reason we place it at breakfast. Breakfast food, donuts, absolutely, straight sugar. Uh, kids cereal, I love kids cereal. We always have like, it's great now that Wendy and I actually have kids because we can buy kids cereal and it's like, oh, it's okay, the Fruity Pebbles are for my son. When really, Grayson doesn't even know what Fruity Pebbles are yet and I devour the entire bowl, but it works out well for us. Uh, hopefully you've kind of got to introduce yourself to some new friends, some new people, uh, get a little bit of background information. <clears throat> As we discussed, we're talking about prayer tonight. Prayer is one of our, our core values. It's one of the things we wanted to uh, just discuss. Why is it selected as a core value? Um, why are we focusing upon prayer? Prayer is one of those things that can be very awkward, uh, very strange. I know that whenever I grew up, we had prayer meetings at church. Anybody else grow up and you had like prayer meetings at church? Yeah. Uh, so whenever I grew up, we'd go to prayer meetings, and prayer meetings are kind of fun because you never really know what to expect. Uh, there are always those awkward moments. Let me give you some examples. First one, uh, have you ever had the, like, we're going to pray, and it's however you want to be led. Anybody can pray at any time, and you're just about to talk, and as soon as you talk, someone steals your thunder. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go next. All right, so they're finished. You hear the, the amen is winding down. It says the amen is winding down. Okay, I'm going to, oh, man, I was too slow. Or you get one of these where, all right, now I finally get to go. And right as you speak, someone speaks the exact same time, and you both stop. And then you have the really awkward, well, do I go? or do you, Okay, let's do this again. Now I'm going to go. They're not going to. And we both go at the exact same time again. It happens very often. Uh, or my favorite one, the blanket prayer, where we're going to take prayer requests. And you're sitting there, you're thinking, man, I am so ready to be home right now. I love these people, but my mind is already checked out. And then lo and behold, whoever's leading is calling on you. Hey, Craig, would you mind leading the prayer requests tonight? Would you mind praying for those? 
And so you do what I call the blanket prayer, where it's, hey, God, can you take care of everything everybody just said? Because I really have no idea what they are actually wanting me to pray for. It's the blanket prayer. Uh, or you have the stomach growl. The, everybody's experience, you hear stomach growl, and it's like, oh. It's the extremely quiet. But you didn't eat lunch. And it's about 6.30, and it's time for roots, and you're really hungry, and you know it's going to be prayer night, and so you're trying to think, man, I hope my stomach doesn't growl. And sure enough, as you're waiting for that awkward silence of prayer to cease, the grumbling starts in your, in your stomach. Prayer can be extremely awkward. It absolutely can. We need to acknowledge that prayer can be awkward at times. Uh, I grew up uh, in church uh, having many awkward prayer times. One of my favorite times, though, is remember Wendy and I lived up in Dallas, went to a church, uh, and I loved my pastor. He was a, a great guy, taught me a ton of stuff. One Sunday morning, he uh, has just finished reading the scripture, and uh, his typical kind of way that he would preach is he would read, and then immediately after reading God's word, he would usually pray, and then he would begin the actual sermon. It's how lots of pastors do it. So he finishes reading, and as he finishes reading, he begins his prayer. And it's a typical uh, kind of between times prayer. He's, he's thanking God for his word, and he's asking God to use him and uh, that he would continue to uh, speak through him. And you can tell at this time that his mind begins to wander to his sermon he's about to preach. Because about that time, thank you, Lord, for this food, and I pray that you'd use it to the... And he immediately realized what he had just said. Everybody else in the audience is one of those... You, you look up during the times of prayer when you're not supposed to look up because it's prayer, and you look up and you're looking around, did anybody else hear that? Sure enough, but I can't see because it's prayer time. So you, you put your head back down. After the service, everybody's like, did you hear that guy? He prayed for food. We gave him such a hard time for a good three months. We'd be in staff meetings, and it would be like kind of one of those lulls in staff meetings, and all of a sudden, someone just hit play. And all that it was is him praying for food, and we all knew exactly what the circumstance was. Uh, discussing your groups. If you could only use one word, one word only, one word to describe prayer, your idea of what prayer is, what would it be? Discussing your groups. At your table. Go. You'll probably think of words like communication, uh, discussion, uh, honesty, quiet. Let me give you one that I kind of think of whenever I think of prayer. It's the word universal. The word universal. Uh, we're all created with certain things. We're all created in the image of God. And because we're all created in the image of God, we all hold certain aspects together. I'll give you an example. Music. No matter if you're churched or unchurched, where your relationship is at with God, people seem to flock towards music. We do it in the church. In the church, it becomes a huge part of what we look at whenever we think of church is what is the music going to be? And outside of the church culture, think about how much money artists are paid to sing music. Something that they weren't really, uh, it's something that they were talented in and they are able to now make a ton of money from it. The outside world looks at music and they elevate music artists. It's something that was inside of all of us is this music aspect. Same thing with prayer. Prayer seems to be one of those universal things that we see throughout our society, throughout our culture. If we look at different religions, different religions all have some form of communication with God. 
whether that's what we have in the Christian religion where we're talking to God, uh, whether it's in a different religion where we're doing acts to God as a way of communication, or even in the outside world. Apart from religion, there is still a want and a need for communication of a higher power of some sort. Uh, if, if prayer was one of the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, and prayer, I would have a number of my Facebook friends, I'd think, wow, they are solid Christians. I see this fruit of the Spirit in them because constantly they're asking, hey, can you pray for me? But I don't think that's really what they mean is, will you pray for me? Because they, they don't really understand who God is. They don't really understand this relationship with God, and they don't therefore understand prayer. But it's a universal thing that all of us seem to have this need, this want for communication of, of people that are higher than us. Uh, let me get real with you. I struggle with prayer. I struggle massively with prayer. On a yearly basis, I, I am constantly reminding of myself, reminded of myself, man, I, I've got to do better with my prayer life. I try to, at least twice a year, uh, read through some type of book on prayer. It's something that I've constantly struggled with. Uh, so it's funny that as Justin and I sat down and discussed, hey, here's what our core values are. Let's assign who's going to lead through these different situations. We did this whenever we were down in Corpus Christi, and we were at a coffee shop. And Justin says, hey, uh, you're going to leave prayer. And I'm like, I'm going to leave prayer. That's a terrible idea, Justin. I'm poor at prayer. And I even texted Justin today. As I was studying through this and, and getting into God's word, what is prayer? I was like, man, this is, this is painful for me to look at what prayer is within Scripture and then to evaluate my life. It is painful to see where I'm at spiritually with prayer. I'm a very analytical guy. Um, I, I, love, I, I love the text. I love to examine the text. Prayer to me is something uh, emotional, something I can't physically see, I can't physically grasp, which is one of the reasons it's hard for me to, to dive into prayer like I can diving into God's word. It's very different for me. It's not natural for me. Uh, and I think this is a common struggle. It's a common struggle that we see uh, not only within our current society, but it's also something we see within Scripture. Let me read for you Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, begin the, just the first four verses here. Now Jesus was praying at a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. It appears that even the disciples struggled with prayer. They go to Jesus and said, hey, can you show us? Can you teach us how to pray? And Jesus says, yes, and he gives us the Lord's Prayer. One of the things I always find funny is whenever you read something that you've known forever in a different version, and then you read it in this version, it's like, well, that's not the Lord's Prayer. That seems completely backwards to me. Uh, but it seems that even the disciples, the, the men who had walked with Christ himself, were confused about prayer, struggled with prayer. It gives me some relief that I'm, I'm not alone. I'm not super weird. I'm kind of weird uh, in my, my look and in my viewpoint of prayer. Uh, because prayer is a struggle for most of us, we tend to avoid it. Things that are painful, we tend to avoid. It's the reason that I punish my son. It's the reason that I spank my son. It's painful. I'm not going to do that again. It's kind of the same thing that whenever we look at in things with, uh, without, within religion, 
for me, it's prayer. Prayer is something that I struggle with, so my, my automatic tendency then is to avoid it. Prayer is something that we at Stone Oak Bible, however, value. We value it highly even. We have a set of core values, and amongst one of those core values is prayer. The reason that we value prayer so highly is because I believe in God's word. God values prayer highly. Walk through this with me. Matthew 5, 44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Matthew 6, 5. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and, and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. Matthew 6, 9. Pray then like this. Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Ephesians 6, 18. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Colossians 4.2. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Pray without ceasing. Philippians 4.6. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God's word is very clear on prayer. It's important. God holds it to a high standard. God believes that it's important. Not only God the Father believes it's important, not only do we see it in God's word, we also see it in the life of Jesus. If there's one person who I love to, to strive to follow, it's Christ himself. If we look at the life of Christ, watch this, Matthew 14, 23. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Matthew 26, 36, similar thing. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. Mark 1, 35. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Luke 5.16. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. Luke 6.12. And these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. Luke 18.1. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. God's word holds prayer high. Jesus, in his life, held prayer high. And a, a busy man who had many things to do put the time and the effort into prayer. Because God values prayer, because Jesus valued prayer, we should also value prayer. It's the reason that it's our core value. We see it throughout Scripture. We see it throughout Jesus' life. We want to be a church, Stone Oak Bible, uh, that doesn't simply use prayer as a transition piece. Many times whenever we look at church, uh, whenever we look at 
how a, let's take the Sunday morning services run. Oftentimes what we see is we see prayer, not necessarily as prayer was designed, but it's more as it's a transition between things. It's a transition between, as we did today, announcements to speaking. It's a transition, as we see, between worship and, and speaking. It's a transition. Hey, it's awkward to just say, see you later, so let me pray, and then we'll leave. We use it as a transition piece. It's, it's not really a misuse of God's prayer, what he wants prayer, what he has designed prayer to be, uh, but I think he calls us to something a little bit higher. I think he places prayer more central than just a transitional piece. We also don't want to be a body that casually uses the, the phrase, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you has been hijacked. It no longer means in the, in the church, I'll pray for you. It means, I'm sorry. Because oftentimes, it's a, a terrible situation. We'll say, I'll pray for you. And really, that means, I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm going to go home and forget about it. We don't want to be a church that simply says, I'll pray for you. We want to be a church that says, I'll pray for you, and then prays for them. It's really easy to say things like that. It's really easy to say, I'll pray for you, and never go through with it. We want to be a church that's not just a church of words, but it's a church of action. That if you're going to say, I'll pray for you, I'm expecting you then to pray for me. We want to be a body that actively is seeking God in conversation. We want to be a body that places the supernatural ministry of the church in the hands of a supernatural God. If we are relying upon us for Stone Oak Bible to succeed, it's going to fail miserably. It's one of the reasons that we hold prayer so high is because it is not about what we can do, because what we can do is drive a church to the ground. It's about what God can do through individuals who succumb to his will. And so what we want to do is place prayer high because we're asking him to do a supernatural thing amongst the people of Stone Oak. That is a supernatural thing, so we need a supernatural God then to do that, which is one of the ways we connect with him is through prayer. This all brings up the question then of, okay, what does prayer actually look like then at Stone Oak Bible? It's one thing to kind of discuss prayer. It's another thing, what does it actually look like? What is, if, if we put actually feet to the ground, what is prayer going to look like then at Stone Oak Bible? You've seen this model before. We've, we've kind of hit on it almost every time. Gathering and scattering. You should be kind of tired of it by now. Gathering and scattering. So let me go through both of these. Gathering. There are going to be prayer gatherings. It might be awkward. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. For prayer to be awkward, I have no problem with an awkward prayer. I have no problem with awkward silence. I teach freshmen. I have all kinds of awkward silences in class. I'll ask a question, or this is my favorite, I'll tell a dad joke, and it just falls flat because they don't get dad jokes because they're not dads. Uh, prayer meetings are going to happen here. We're going to gather as a body and pray. I expect you, and I expect Justin, and I expect myself to be in prayer before, during, and after any time we gather. Asking God, God, please use this time. God, I pray that, that your spirit would come, Father, and it would change these people, and ultimately then it would change those people. We need to be praying before, during, and after. We need to be praying for one another. One of the things that Justin and I wanted to do uh, when we first 
came together with this church plant, uh, we decided we wanted to pray for every person that comes to or has even said that they're going to come to Stone Oak. So we've done it now, uh, I think once is all that we've done it so far. We've got another one scheduled in two weeks, I think, where what we do is we literally grab our roles and we pray for each one of you individually. Hopefully, Justin and I know something about what's going on in your lives because we pray specifically for you. I expect you to do the same thing with those that you know in this body. Pray specifically for them. One of the things that requires is to know who they are and to know what you can be praying for them. Community is huge. It's really hard to pray for people if you don't know their name. God, I pray for that person that was wearing that red shirt. You know who they are. Get to know people. Figure out, what can I pray for you about? So that was the gathering. Let me talk about the scattering now. The scattering. I expect prayer for those around us. I expect us to pray for one another, as well as I expect prayer to happen for those that are outside of the walls of wherever Stone Oak is. I expect you to pray, praying for uh, God to give you opportunities to have conversations for people who are far from God. Our community, our city, our state, our nation, and our world need to be bathed in prayer. Every place that we go, uh, every, every government institution needs prayer. I also expect for you as you leave and as you are scattered to pray for your families. I expect for you to, to pray for uh, husbands, your wives, and wives, your husbands. I expect for you to pray for and with your children. If you want to show uh, your child, if you want to teach your child about prayer, the greatest example I saw of how to pray was Jesus. What did he say? He said, let me show you how to pray. If you want to see your kids, your children to learn how to pray, let them observe you praying for them. We're going to have an opportunity now. An opportunity, I'm going to call it an opportunity for awkward. Because we're going to pray. I think it would be a huge disservice if we had a night of prayer and then we didn't pray. So we're going to do an opportunity for awkward. Uh, embrace it. There will be awkward times. It's okay. If nobody prays, it's all right. If three people pray at once, that's, that's very rare. But it's okay. If you notice on your tables, you should have a couple of prayer cards. If you could kind of disperse those so everybody can kind of take a look at them. What we're going to do is we're going to pray through these cards. We're going to pray through them as tables. Uh, and the way this is going to work is uh, Justin will come and begin us. Once he finishes in prayer, somebody at your table, feel free to take over. If nobody prays, that's okay. It's all right. If you don't feel comfortable praying out loud, it's okay. That's all right. But I want somebody uh, to kind of take the lead, if you will. Not, not everybody has to pray. If you have one person who prays the entire time, that's perfectly fine. If other people want to pray, don't be a prayer hog. Feel free to share. Okay? Uh, so you should have prayer cards. Excellent. Justin, would you mind starting us? I will guide us through. Uh, I will kind of prompt us if we need to go on to the next topic and I will ultimately close us. Justin, go ahead, sir. Check, check. Let's, uh, let's pray. Yeah, first we, we, in these moments, we quiet ourselves and from all the things and the chaos and the life situations that we have swirling in our minds.
I personally come in here with, with kind of a heavy day. And so in these moments, I just pray that for me, for, for us in this room, that we're able to, um, you're able to bring peace to our minds and that we're able to, in this moment, engage with you. Um, God, we, we look at that list in front of us and the first thing on that list is something that I am just blown away by and that is your faithfulness. I thank you so much for the doors, the things, the, the people, the things that you've already done uh, in our church. I thank you, God, for your hand in all of this. I thank you, God, for the, the feeling, the legitimate feeling of knowing that when we stepped into this, that you had already been there and you were already moving. So, God, we thank you. We thank you for your work already in our church. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this gathered body, Lord. Father, I pray that uh, we would be seeking you on a daily basis, Father. Thank you for uh, revealing to me, Lord, through this study, Father, how weak I am in prayer. Father, I pray that as you have revealed that to me, Lord, that I would uh, take that and turn it into action, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have given us thus far. It is far greater than we could ever have imagined, Lord. Father, I pray that uh, everything that has been given to us, Father, we can uh, give right back to you, Lord, that, that the, the gathered people, Father, and the location and uh, the people that you have brought to us, Lord, um, Father, I thank you tremendously for that. Father, I pray for our community. I pray for the community of Stone Oak. I pray for the people of Stone Oak. Lord, as this area is, is full of people, Lord, houses all over and and traffic and cars and uh, Father, these are your people. Father, I pray that you place in us a, a desire to, to make you known amongst these people. Father, I ask for a revival of Stone Oak. I ask, Lord, that you would send your Holy Spirit upon the people of this community, Lord, uh, and a tremendous uh, yearning for who you are. Father, I thank you. I thank you for everything you have done for us. I thank you for, for sending your son, Jesus, to die upon the cross, Lord, in my place. Thank you, Lord. It's in your holy name that we pray. Amen. Hopefully that wasn't too awkward for you. Uh, one of the, the, the lovely things that I get to do as a pastor is find people uh, that are passionate, people that love to do things, and then... Uh, figure out where their their role fits within a church. Uh, Casey and Judy, if you guys don't mind coming forward for me. So in case you were not aware, uh, Stone Oak Bible has a prayer team. I think majority of you are on the prayer list. If you're not, we're going to check the names uh, on the list. As you came in, you should have written down your email address. We're going to check that and make sure with our system that all the e email addresses are, are matching up. If you haven't received any prayer updates from us, please let us know. And we'll be sure to add you to that list. Uh, this is uh, Casey and Judy Abel. Uh, everybody say hello. hello. There we go. Uh, so Casey and Judy are leading our prayer team. Um, let me give you guys mic. Are we on? I guess it doesn't work if I have this one on as well. All right. So I just wanted to give them uh, a quick moment to kind of discuss what the prayer team is, what the vision of the prayer team is, 
Uh, and then we have something really exciting coming up really soon. So go for it. Well, oh, wow. We believe in prayer. And it's just, uh, I was just uh, here just, I don't know. It was just so exciting to uh, be together praying. And it's, it's neat to be praying for y'all, for us, for Stone Oak Bible Church. A while back I told Justin every time I see a Stone Oak sign, there's a lot of Stone Oak. I work at a florist. Every time we send somebody to Stone Oak Hospital or something, I'm just, I just Stone Oak. I'm just praying for this church. And uh, just like uh, Craig was saying, just so many cars, so many people, and they all need Jesus. And, uh, oh, wow, and there's so many homes. It's just exciting to uh, be a part of Stone Oak Bible Church and to be a part of the prayer team. And hopefully every uh, uh, first of the month and every 15th of the month, you're getting an email. And it's got prayer uh prayer request on it praises and I know for me personally I just I keep it on my phone and so every morning I get to my little you know October 15th prayer list and just pray over those requests and I just want to encourage y'all to do the same and one of the little devotions I love my uh, most for his highest but just as one part I thought Craig did an awesome job on prayer don't y'all think give him a round of applause oh my gosh that was awesome and all those scriptures but prayer does not equip us for greater works Prayer is the greater works. And I just wanted to share that part because prayer, I know y'all know it, it, is important. And we want to do some creative things, uh, meeting together, the gathered and the scattered. And uh, we're open to ideas, too, to share with us. And uh, we've got some things that we'll be doing with the adults, with the kids. I mean, I can just see all kinds of things coming in 2015 as far as uh, praying together and praying for each other and praying for our communities. So we're excited to just be a part of what God's doing because it's, it's like God's already gone before us. He's behind us. He's in the middle of it. And we're just kind of jumping on the boat, going with them. And it's exciting. And we're thrilled to be a part of Stone Oak Bible Church. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, one of the things we're going to plan pretty soon here is uh, November 1st. Uh, of course, that's a Saturday evening. Correct. After Halloween. So everybody get all their candy high on Halloween. And then uh, November 1st, what we're going to plan is about 6 o'clock in the evening, we're all going to meet over at Stone Oak Elementary parking lot. And we're just going to have a group prayer time together just kind of praying over the location and, you know, what that's going to do and pray for the neighborhood around there. And then uh, after that, we'll all go get some ice cream or something somewhere. Absolutely. So, you know, because, but we'll have more details in our next uh, newsletter about that. So, but y'all plan on that and just, like I said, that's part of the gathering that we want to plan. And then also uh, every once in a while we'll have like just a small gathering, you know, we'll do it at our house. We did, we did one before, but just some people that want to come together and just pray, you know, for an hour. You know, it's one evening, we'll send out a date or whatever, and y'all are welcome to come and just pray as a group. And then what we would like to see is eventually maybe some other people in their houses picking up, hey, you know, once a month, you know, if you got a little core group that you like, you know, you hang out with all the time, invite them all over and have a specific time for prayer for, you know, the needs of the church and your neighborhood. So, but those are some of the things we want to do as a church. So, Excellent. Excellent. I, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, I love how involved these two are with prayer. It's something that uh, it's hard to have a conversation with either one of them that does not, like, end up at prayer. 
which is great then that they're kind of leading our prayer team. Uh, so if I could, can you mind if I pray for you? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for Casey and Judy, Father. I thank you for uh, just the yearning that they have for prayer, Lord. Uh, I thank you for the example of true prayer warriors, Father. Uh, I pray that as, as I observe their, um, their desire for, for prayer, Father, I, I thank you for that. Father, I pray for this prayer team, Lord, that it wouldn't just be uh, a part of Stone Oak, but that it would be Stone Oak, Lord, that we would be known as a praying church. Thank you, Father, for the giftingness that you have uh, given them, Father. I pray that we would all be on board uh, with this prayer team. Praise all in your son's holy name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Uh, two weeks from tonight, we're going to have worship night. Uh, do we have any other announcements besides that one? You did. You covered a lot of announcements. Okay, so in two weeks, we will see you again. Have a great night.